Welcome to another episode of The Shredder Show. We're here today with my man, Jeremy. Today, we're going to take you through the five key factors for you to lose weight post-lockdown. A lot of people have been putting on, obviously, weight with a stressful situation, not knowing how to train, not knowing how to work out. And the average weight gain in the UK for someone during this coronavirus outbreak has been around five kilos. So interestingly, on Shred Nate, people on average use around eight kilos in eight weeks, just to give you some stats on how much weight you can actually lose and get rid of that and more very quickly. But today, what we're going to do is we're going to take you through uh, five keys that you really need to focus on to get rid of this weight. Um, the first one we really want to focus on here is having a goal. So if, for example, you have put on, as we said there, five kilos perhaps over the 12 to 15 weeks of lockdown, however long it's been for you, have some clarity in terms of like, okay, where do I want to be in eight to 12 weeks time? Like, what do I want to look like? Do I want to try and get rid of the weight and get back to where I was post before lockdown? Do I want to try and beat that and become my best? And like, I would have a clear vision of like, what do I want to look like? And how do I feel when I look in the mirror now? And how do I want to feel when I look in the mirror in 12 weeks time? Um, I think having goal setting and a clear journey, I think that's really, really important. Um, have you got anything you'd add in there specifically for goals that you find helpful, Jeremy? Yeah, I think you've hit the nail on the head with that because it that needs to be number one because we've all heard the old saying, prepared fail to prepare prepare to fail but before you can prepare you need to have a vision of what it is that you want to prepare to do so if you don't know what you want to look like or what your goal is even if it's not a physical goal if you just want to get healthier if you want to train for a marathon whatever it might be you have to know what you're training for because otherwise you're just going to walk around you're not really going to know what to do and it's impossible to make a plan if you haven't got a specific goal in mind that you want to try and achieve. I'm saying it's like, how are you going to get there if you don't even know where you want to go in the first place? Yeah. If you don't know what the destination is, how can you plan the journey? Again, that's where, and like, it, like we probably won't see it now because I imagine a lot of people have probably gone backwards during lockdown, but like you see the same people in the gym all the time and they, never, they all look the same because they never any progress because they don't have a clarity of like, okay, this is where I am now. This is where I want to go. How am I going to get there? And what are the roadblocks in the way that's stopping me doing that at the moment? And that's the reality of what you need to work out is like, okay, I want to try and lose, say, six kilos. I want to do uh, that over the next 12 weeks. These are the three roadblocks in the way. Like, I struggle for time. I've got um, a stressful job and I don't know uh, what I should be eating. So, like, say those are three roadblocks. Those are the three things you really need to try and find a solution for. And that's what myself and Jeremy do. So, if you need help with that, drop us a message. We'd love to help. Um, the second point and a key factor for you getting the results you're looking for once you have a clear goal is having accountability and support network because like the reality is like after a week or two if you start a new diet a lot of people will find that their progress starts to slow and then like oh i've had enough to throw in the towel like do you see that a lot jeremy 100 percent, and uh i know you do as well charlie but i even at the stage that we're at we get coaches for all different aspects of our life. I still get coaches in terms of training, in terms of nutrition. I know you do as well because we want to learn. But most importantly, it's the accountability. And if, if coaches sometimes struggle to stay accountable to themselves, then how, how can we expect that Joe Public can do it? 100%. And it's one of those things. It's like people don't realize the importance of having a support network and someone to get a second opinion on things because like throughout the journey of like losing weight and creating the body you want, like there's always going to be times when you get led astray or 
like your confidence might start to lack and that's really where you need to try and focus and get like clarity with where you want to go with stuff and have that foolproof idea in your head which sort of like brings me through to the next point which is the point of having like structure and an actual program that works because if you've got accountability and you've got confidence in knowing that the system and the process that you're doing is going to work then like it's foolproof it's that simple because as long as you know you're prepared to do what it takes to get results which is relatively straightforward the right approach and you've got a foolproof system you know works with confidence you will have a confidence in yourself and the process to get the end result you're looking for and it really really is that simple like we've all done things before like like say for this is random so for example like put together furniture like i this is completely off topic i um i'm really bad at like diy and put stuff together so i don't believe in the process of me doing that so i'll get someone else to do it but like if you have something that you know you believe in 100 and you know it will work you can commit to it wholeheartedly and then you will get the results you want um if you've got any other situations in your life you've got anything like that you maybe struggle with and struggle to like believe in yourself in the process with there's um i was trying to think of stuff when you were giving your example but there i can't think of anything that springs to mind however i take the exact same approach as you charlie particularly if it's gonna if i know it's gonna take me ages to do something but yet i can pay someone that's gonna get it done in like a third of the time then for me it's a no-brainer to invest in that person because they're going to save me a heap load of time, a heap load of ag and probably a few injuries. Um, and, and the big thing that we haven't even talked about here with having point points, having a structure and a proven program that works is actually the time you're going to save. So like, not like those two things we could get here. So there's one of the time of you getting from where you are now to where you want to be like that will speed up like exponentially because all the guesswork will be removed. So you'll get to your end goal like 1000% faster. So that aside, but then we can also look at in terms of from a training and nutrition point of view, the amount of time you're not pissing around, wasting, doing workouts that aren't productive, eating the wrong foods, like that time like builds up. And in reality, the most valuable thing we have in life is time. So like you being organized and knowing that what you're doing is working and is time efficient is more valuable than anything. 100%. So the, the two trigger points for me when I first ever got a coach um, was time and knowledge. I kind of felt like I'd got to a stage where I thought I'd tried everything. I wasn't getting to where I wanted to get to. It already taken me too long to not get the results that I wanted. And so I was like, well, I might as well now hire someone who knows what they're doing and who's going to get me there a lot quicker than if I was trying to carry on spinning my wheels and staying where I am. 100% you're just leveling up faster and that's like the way I look at things in life it's like it's a, a big old game of like skill acquisition I don't know if anyone used to play I used to play Call of Duty when I was like 18 and uh, it's probably why my A-levels were so terrible uh, <laughs> I was like prestige twice or whatever that means where you basically like level up so many times uh, yeah a bit of a nerd day back then but um, like that's the way I look at life now is like acquiring skills constantly to keep leveling up and see how much I can learn to keep improving. And the fastest way to do that is learning from people who have the answers of what you want. That you like in reality, you can find anything you want on the internet, but it's an overwhelm of poor information. Um, so like seeking clarity and taking out the guesswork will save you a lot of time and money in the long run. hundred um, percent. I wish I'd started getting coaches long, long time. Like 16. hundred percent. 
I actually yeah. like this just reminds me. I remember my mum saying to me at the time when I, I think when I first went to the gym, when I was like 16, 17. She's like, Oh, do you want me to get you like a trainer or someone to help you? I was like, Nah, I know what I'm doing. Like, yeah, <laughs> that like, like egotistical, like 17 year old. I don't even show me what to do. Throwing the instruction manual out the window. Don't worry about yeah. that. I'll figure it out. Yes, yeah, like, yeah, that's that's probably why my DIY is so bad. <laughs> that's a fact. That's also probably why my spin bike I put together squeaked a bit because I didn't really get the instructions. <laughs> um, the next point we're going to come on to is something that I struggle with. And I think everyone in the world does, and that's patience and being realistic because we all want the world tomorrow. But like the reality is everything is a process. And then the fastest way, as we said to you, to get to where you want to be and like speed up the processes with having the right like guidance and structure, but things will take time. Like if you've got 20 kilos of fat to lose, for example, you're not going to be able to get six back in eight weeks or 12 weeks. Like that's just a fact because you can't lose that much weight that quickly in a healthy manner, which is not going to be just shit in every aspect of your life. So um, that's something I think I see is probably the most common thing. And the other thing I think people get frustrated with is like comparison syndrome. So like me and Jeremy get this all the time in terms of people see other clients results that we get from people that are like insane. And they're like, Oh, um, like one of my client Andre from Sweden in like 11 months went from like being pretty fat to looking like a Swedish version of Thor and everyone's like oh I want to do that but I was like yeah this guy had sick genetics but just had a really shit lifestyle before and never clue what he was doing and then like he also has the, the like perfect environment in terms of not a lot of stress like an easier life for him to like really focus on these things and he was very religious with everything. And one of the things we spoke about, like myself and Jeremy before his podcast was that like everyone can get to where they want to be and enjoy going out the weekend, drinking, having food and stuff, but that that will slow your process, that progress down. So like you have to be okay with understanding that. Like that's cool. And that's something we want to make this a lifestyle, but then you can't expect to have a hundred percent results if you're only willing, really willing to do 75% of the commitment. Like the results will come, but it will just take a little bit longer. And like, that, that's something that you experienced yourself personally, Jeremy? Yeah, it really is. So um, a few years ago, maybe three, four years ago, I um, I went from off-season to absolutely shredded in about 16 weeks um, because similar to your client, Andre, um, I had the perfect environment to do so. I had like zero stress. I was in control of all my food. I was able to do my cardio whenever I wanted. So I could do it first thing in the morning and then I could go train and everything just slotted perfectly into place. But that's very rare in life that you get that. And for example, last year, when I went from off season to get absolutely shredded, it took me six months because I had so much other stuff going on in my life that I couldn't always control what I was eating or do the cardio that I wanted to do or get my activity levels up. It took me six months. So it took me a lot longer than it did three, four years ago at that when everything was perfect. I got there in the end, but because there were other stuff that I had to prioritize, it just took a little bit longer. And it's not a bad thing. You know, you, it depends what the lifestyle that you want to maintain Life gets in the way sometimes. You will get to your goals with the right guidance, but you just have to appreciate that sometimes certain things in your life and certain things that you choose to do will just delay the process slightly. So long as you accept that fact, then it's all good. 100%. And to finish things up on this podcast episode, as positive, 
fifth thing I want to say in terms of like key factors for you to get results is reward yourself at the end of the process. So for me, like if I'm going through like a, a cutting phase, I always like to have a holiday or something like that where I know like awesome, I can go really enjoy myself on the beach. I'll be jacked and shredded shape. I can eat loads of food and I'll still be in really good shape. And like that is really, really important to make sure you reward yourself. Even if it's not going on a holiday, like cool, you don't want to travel with what's going on at the moment. Like maybe reward yourself with some new clothes. Like whatever's important to you, reward yourself at the end of it because it's really important you need to celebrate the big wins. And like Jeremy mentioned that one of his clients got uh, two PBs on bench press and he was like, oh, I think I'm going to pop open the champagne. And like, what was it you said to me? You should definitely do it. Yeah, so I asked him, I was like, oh, what are you going to have for dinner afterwards to reward yourself? And he he was like half jokingly because he does love his wine and his champagne. He was like, oh, I might open a bottle of champagne. And I was like, no, seriously, you should. I was like, this is a huge win for you. This was one of your goals for like the last probably 12 months to get to where we are now. And it's a massive achievement. So hell yeah, reward yourself. Crack open the champagne. So finishing note, I'm putting a bottle of champagne in my bag now for next PB. <laughs> we recommend that to everyone there. <laughs> Don't drink the whole thing at once and then drive home. But um, so to wrap this up, guys, these are the five uh, key points that really want you to think about when you're trying to lose weight and like key factors you want to think about. So first is have a goal. Secondly, it's having accountability and support network. Thirdly, having structure and a proven program that works. Fourthly, being patient and being realistic. And then fifth, once you win, reward yourself because that's very, very important. If you need help with this and you want any guidance to give you results, speed and clarity, hit the link below to apply to work myself and Jeremy. Or if you want to join Shrednate and Sculptsnet, just £37 a month, you can hit the link below there and get involved. If you have any other questions, let us know. And please, please, please uh, share this to your stories if you found the podcast helpful.